podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey guys, this is Emil Heskey, and you're listening to the guys on Coppin' Frackers. That's and if I'm cool, I'm upset. 100,000 on my head is disrespect. So offended that I had to double check. You trying to check? This is real life. Think we playing chess. So what's next? Hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Coffee and Fracas, powered by Touchline Media Group. I'm your host, the Mr. Despondent Krish, and today I am joined by Fahi, Julian and Anik to talk about all things LFC. Uh, before we kind of get into the debacle that we witnessed last night, uh, just a few housekeeping notes we have to get out of the way before we start. Um, if you're listening to us right now, you're probably listening to us on YouTube, so go ahead and hit subscribe and like this video. And if you want to, leave a nice little comment for us because we like it when you say nice things about us as well. And be sure to check out all of the content we have for all the different club pods and the main pod too on the Twistline Fracas YouTube page. Um, of course, we have our own Patreon. Uh, if you didn't know by now, I don't know where you've been. Uh, but if you head over to www.patreon.com forward slash copy and fracas, you can subscribe to all of our fantastic content that we have. And we've got so much good stuff planned out for, uh, for the first period of uh, 2021. Uh, we had a little bit of a meeting yesterday where we were planning stuff out, so we got fairly excited about that. That was the only exciting thing that happened last night, because God knows the match wasn't good. Um, so for as little as £3 a month, you can subscribe to um, all the fantastic content we've got available at the moment and the stuff we have upcoming. Again, that is www.patreon.com forward slash Fracker. And, of course, this week's episode of Cop and Fracker is proudly brought to you in association with our partners, over Fanslide. Uh, what on earth is Fanslide, you might be asking? Well, Fanslide is the world's first live and in-play fantasy football game. You can play against your friends, or here at Copend, and the rest of the Trustline Frackers Network for free. And of course, you can be in with a chance of winning cash prizes, that's right, cash prizes on select games. Um, Fahi, we, me and you have been on this for, for what, the better part of three weeks now. Um, I, yeah. had a, I had an awful experience this weekend trying to figure out the bloody Chelsea-Man City game. Um, I should have listened to my own gut instincts about Timo Werner. I had him in uh, when he injured himself, kicking his leg. So that was pretty much the summing up of my experience on Fanslide. It's it's so good. You have to strategize even more than you do FDL. Um, how did you get on this weekend? So uh, the Villa United game, I, I was four points away from winning some money. Uh, oh. I was guided. I was like, ah, so close. Um, it's the highest score I've had yet. So now I'm like top 50 in the UK. So... Um, Whoever joins in and starts playing on Fanslide, join in with me. Um, the Chelsea-Man City game, I completely flopped here because I thought Chelsea would actually do something. So yeah, the start of the game, I went with Chelsea players. I went with the Chelsea defence to try and get my clean sheets. And then they conceded straight away. So it was kind of game over from there. And every time I wanted to put a City player in, they would score just beforehand. 
So it was like, oh, for fuck's sake. So I completely messed that one up. But the United-Villa game, I really got into my mojo and I was so close to winning some money. So, um, yeah, I'm going to continue this week. I think there's some uh, cup games that they're going to be doing some games on. So, yeah, I'll be joining it. No, awesome stuff. Yeah, we'll definitely be on there for the cup games and everything going forward. So, I mean... Yeah, so you're joining on the fun today. Search Fanslide in the App Store and download the app today. So Fanslide, join us watch the game, play the game. Gentlemen, we were on the end of a pretty morale-sapping defeat last night. Um, we lost 1-0 away at Southampton. Uh, you can tell how much that result meant to Ralph Hasenhutl as he dropped to his knees and sobbed like he was released from some form of uh, prison. Shawshank, if you will, uh, <laughs> at the end of that game. It was it, it was insanity. Um, Julian, I'm going to come to you first on this one. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, we, we looked at the team sheet at the beginning of the game. Uh, two central midfielders playing the centre-back positions, and to some people's credit in the group, they thought, you know what, not bad. I can, I can see what's going on. Um, God knows why. But good, good Lord, did we need a bloody centre-back um, there last night. It, 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 I'm lost for words. Um, um, yesterday, I was distraught, angry. I was beefing, man, in the Discord until about 1am in the morning. Fighting. You were beefing bots. You were beefing I was fighting bots. My bot was telling me that my market value went up and I was just, my head was just hot, <laughs> saying, you what? Just trying to fight, guys. Went into the Mugger, went into the Mugger chat. Fuck Mugger. I'm joking, but fuck Man United. Went into that chat, was was trying to find guys to beef, trying to be like, oh, yeah, tell tell, tell us that you're in the title race. I'm upset, man. I, I, I'm, I'm, that the intro is going to, it said, I'm, I'm upset. I'm actually upset. Like, how... How we've managed to have such a bad game, and how we've managed to to fall into this into this type of form, it's just upsetting. Like Henderson and Fabinho at centre back, I don't. I, words cannot describe what I would call the arrogance from Liverpool to believe that they could go into a Premier League game deep into the season in a must win and put Henderson at centre back. Yeah, but we don't need a centre back, apparently, Julian. You don't need a centre back. Centre back is not the issue. I'm saying, shut up, man. Centre back. We can get into this right now. Why are we doing this live on YouTube? Why? One one goal. One goal in three games. That's not good enough. There's more problems here. My head is hot. Eric, have you ever get? I'm going to come back. I'm going to specifically come back to you on this because I can see I can see Fahi visibly wanting to come through the computer screen and strangle Alec. Um, <laughs> have you ever played the game Kaplunk? I think I have a long time ago. When you pull out the you pull out the sticks and you wait you wait to see who you know it all falls apart. Ever since both centre backs have gone down with injuries. We've essentially been playing kaplunk with this team. We've been, I, pulling I, little, we've been pulling strings, we've been pulling strings, and eventually it's all going to fall apart. And the domino effect fully came in last night. It's sorry. so visible for the past I few mean, games as well. Look, I, I can see where you're coming from on that point. Like We don't have the two centre-backs, but we just got to play with the hand that we've been dealt. They're both out, so we just need to work with what we've got. And how we're working with what we have... Is not good enough. He shouldn't be playing a centre back 
uh, he shouldn't be playing a midfielder at centre back. And it, sh- it should be up to the other guys to get goals. Goals win games, and we're not scoring goals at all. I, I don't even see where they're coming from. We could have played for 90 hours yesterday as opposed to 90 minutes, and we ain't scoring. I'm sorry, I have to interrupt, but you can't. You can't. You, yeah, I get that we're not scoring goals, but fucking hell, like the confidence between the team. You watch Liverpool, like you know how much our centre backs are crucial to even our build up play. Every position is just so crucial in terms of how we play, the confidence that we do you honestly think Trent and maybe they do, but do you honestly think Trent and Robert have a game like yesterday, even though Robert wasn't so bad, with Gomez and Van Dijk at the back, giving them the freedom of okay, you can run forward without having to trace back. Like it's it's pathetic. Like it's it's actually pathetic. We can get onto the front three and obviously how they haven't scored. But let's be honest, even with even with our centre backs, I mean even if he wasn't in bad form, those three guys were starting and who knows if they have the game like yesterday. But fucking hell. Like we were that pathetic. I've not been this distraught about a game since I wasn't even this I didn't even feel this bad since Aston Villa, you know, I can't lie to you. Now like, we are pathetic. I didn't feel that bad. Pathetic. That didn't feel that yeah. bad. That was kind of a oh Right, we just got beaten up. But what what I saw yesterday was actually heartbreaking. Absolutely heartbreaking. We couldn't finish our chances. We looked lethargic. Thiago look for the I've only seen him for for four for four games and even that is and even that it amounts to about three because the half one was one half and one was another. Like we look finished, like I don't know why you speak then. Bruv, uh, listen, I, I want to ask Anik a few questions, yeah? All right, so so you, you like the coward that you are, you will always take the blame away from the actual situation and you will be like, ah, oh, but we're not scoring goals. So, big man, tell me yeah. right now, what would you do with this 11? Please, like, name your lineup. Yeah, name your lineup and explain to me, based on what you've seen in the past three games, we've only scored one goal in three games, Cool. What would you do? What would you change? Okay, you're putting me on the spot here. Oh, you're spot on as well. I love it. What light is on Anik? (laughs) All right, okay. So, what I would do is I would have started, obviously, Alisson at back um, in goal, Trent right back, centre back. I would have been Reese Williams because I don't think he's done much wrong or that much not to warrant a place in the team. Alongside him, Fabinho and Robertson. Then I would have put okay. two, four, two. I would have played. I would have started four, two, three, one. Okay, so the two in midfield, it would have been Thiago, and it would have been Wanyao. Uh, sorry, it would have been Thiago, and it would have been um, Henderson. And okay. then the three would have been Mane, Salah, um, and Minamino, and in behind Bobby. But hear me out. Hear me out on this before God, you jump God. at me and say, "Oh, God. we're going to be so toothless in the middle." My whole argument is that the front three are just so static. In our past yeah. three games, Salah is just siloed in his position on the right wing. Bobby's siloed in his position in the centre. Mane siloed in his position on the left. My whole argument is to like mix it up and do something a bit more different with the front three. Like they can interchange positions. Like you know, you can move around. You can start doing things. Like it was so frustrating to see them just pigeonholed into their areas and doing that. Cool, I get that. That's fair you enough. Can, you can look at, you, you can look at, you can, like, uh, I mean, I'm, I mean, it's, it's it's a good point you made because, like, if you look at us, in for me, our best three performances this season have been Leicester at home, Atalanta away, mm. and Crystal Palace away, 
And in those three games, we didn't start the front three in their conventional positions. Correct me if I'm wrong. Now, I'm not saying that we should all of a sudden start mixing up the front three and changing it. I'm just saying once in a while, it's worthwhile to try mixing it up and see what can happen. Like, we've played the same front three the past three games and nothing's happening. Like, the defence really haven't put a foot wrong. Let's be honest. Like, you're, still, you're, still playing, you're still playing the same players. They're not going anywhere. So, so what, you're, you're just saying... So, so, for the past three games, they've done nothing. So, you're going to play them for the fourth game because they've done nothing in the past three games. No, I'm saying that you can mix it up. You don't have to play them, three of them up front in their, in their defined uh, positions. Your 4-2-3-1 would have made sense if, it, if you were saying, all right, Salah instead of right wing, you're going to play up front now. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I mean. And then, but you can mix what? it up. You can mix it up. I don't know, man. No, man. End of the day, you don't win titles with no centre-backs. That, that, okay. that, that's it. Okay, and I fully agree with that. I fully agree with that, but so right you, now... So that, that's it. Sure, sh- that, surely that's the end of the argument. I don't understand. If you have a choice right now in January to make a signing, you already know we're tight with cash. You know we're not going to make loads of signings. If you could do something to improve this team right now, what would you do? Bear in mind, we're defending a title. In the 20, 25 years of football you have watched, you have never seen a team win the league with no centre-backs in their defence. What would you do? I would I agree with you. <laughs> Thank okay. you. No, no, no. no I, I'm agreeing with you. We need a centre back. But are you? But tell me right now, are you happy with the goal return that we have? I'm not happy what? with anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and, and you're telling me, okay, all right, okay, all right. No, no, no. That's fine. That's fine. We're going to get a centre back. What's a centre back going to do? He's going to ping it long to Salah's foot all of a sudden. So, so if we get a centre back in. And Matic will be back within what a week, two, a week, another two weeks. Then that allows you to play Fabinho in midfield. You and then essentially kind of reverse the domino effect for whatever period of time it is. Solving okay. centre back okay. solves so, so many take, issues because we know we we know that a lot of the issues. And we were screaming yesterday. We miss Fabinho in midfield so much, and we don't have I, that option to drop him in as number six to allow the other players to. To, to yeah, do what so, they do, and, um, and we know, okay. and we know that we know that Ginny and um, Hendo they do serviceable jobs as number sixes, but we know they're so much better being progressively played further up in the pitch. But I will let you go on, Mike. Okay, so even even yesterday, like if we have a centre back, yeah, all I'm hearing is, "Oh, the build up play will be better. The build up play will be better." Yeah. Second half yesterday, we were camped out in their half. We didn't well, need to build up the play because we because. Okay, but we were there. We we were literally at, we were just chilling outside the edge of the eighteen yard box. We needed something or someone to unlock the defense, try a quick little one two, a moment of magic. Okay, that's so we had Thiago, we, we had Shakiri. They still didn't do it, which tells you that's not the problem. Okay. That is not the but, problem. Okay. When you bring the ball out from the back, you need to be able to know what's gonna happen next. Our forward line currently don't have a Scooby, what's gonna happen? Because Trent and Robertson are scared to bomb forward. They don't bomb forward like they used to do. And it's causing all these problems, which is now leading to Trent misplacing every fucking pass because he just lofts it in the air to fucking no one. But he's still managing to get. Okay, I mean, I'm I'm sorry, I didn't. I don't, I, but yeah, I, I can agree passes, with you to a point there. That's what happened yesterday, and and the reason that happened is because our forward line can't make any runs because they can only expect the ball from Trent 
Robertson or Thiago. That's it. Usually Henderson would do something down the middle. He couldn't do that because he was playing on the right side of centre back. And also with, with Henderson, with Henderson playing at centre, with Henderson playing at centre back, when when uh, Henderson or Genie, uh, Henderson playing at centre back, when Trent makes those runs, he's covering for him. So with Henderson yeah. not being there to cover for him, Trent is obviously going to be be halfway up the uh, pitch. But we had other midfielders that could drop in and cover for him. The ball still got out to Trent. The ball still got out to Robertson. We both saw that yesterday. The ball was still getting out to them. They're still spamming in the crosses. Bruv, it's not the same though, is it? Like, I, it's, I know it's not the same because they're not that further up the field. That's but what I mean. It's completely different. They're hitting hopes now. And that's why Trent got the shit numbers that he got yesterday. And he is getting flogged. Because he is now playing in a position that he's not used to playing. He's actually having to play as a right back. He's not used to playing as a right back. And this is why he's getting found out. That's the reality of it. He was poor for the goal, though. I can't lie. For the goal, he should have done better. What I was he doing? Yeah, he, that was yeah, shit. That was, that was shocking. That was shit. He what, should have done better. What, for the goal. Think, what did he think was going to happen? I don't. Was he leaving it out to go out or something? I don't really understand. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I just think we we we're so disjointed that it's really affecting even the way we play. Like you can just tell, like black like, cool missing missing out on Van Dijk and 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 Gomez is one thing. But the fact that we're playing two centre-backs, sorry, two centre-mids at centre-back, that you can just tell that the confidence the confidence that they even have as a midfield to, you know, push forward like they usually do is not there. You can tell as full-backs pushing forward, it's not there. Like, there's so many more things to think about to their usual game compared to when, when we actually do have some centre-backs there or even when one centre-back is there. Like, the arrogance from Klopp to play Henderson at centre-back is a madness and we, we're probably going to get into it but fam the way people are talking in the group chat like, oh good team we can still get a result with Henderson at centre-back it's arrogance arrogance from Klopp arrogance from our fans as well man like we really need to address it because it's getting so bad to the point that we think because we think we've done well over the last two years we've played amazing football got an amazing point tally that we can just play whoever every, anywhere and just expect a result like football doesn't work like that we're not that good like we're not we're not that good to be, to be tinkering around with the squad for large majority parts of the season and expect to win the league. Like, come on, man, it's disgraceful, fam. It's it's, it's disgusting. I hate it. Listen, Absolutely. Listen, listen, you can lose games. Yeah, in a game of football, you're not going to win every single one. Last season, yeah. yes, we killed it. That's absolutely fair. Fair enough. This season, based on the circumstances and what was going on, it was obvious that we were not going to get the same points tally as we did last season. We were all expecting defeats, yeah? Defeats are absolutely fine. Draws are fine. But it's the manner of these defeats and draws that are pissing me off. The lack of urgency in the team is pissing me off. The, the, the fucking attitude of the players right now, the, what I'm seeing is pissing me off. I'm, not, I'm seeing no urgency. What was going on yesterday? We conceded in the second minute. We had 88 minutes plus stoppage time to get an equaliser. Did you see any urgency in the team other than the first 25 minutes? There was a five to ten minute spell, and I think it probably was kind of directly after the goal, where we played with a bit more urgency, and you can definitely see where it goes to the problems. And then that never that never came back at all. Uh, and also, let me clarify, the centre-back, centre-back, us playing Henderson at centre-back isn't why we lost. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that's why we lost. It's part of the reason why we lost. And the fact that, and what's pissed me off about it is the fact that we genuinely think that we can go into games, Premier League games, against uh, informed Southampton and think we can win games like Henderson Centre. But we're going to get into Mane and Salah, but Mane, Salah, our front three basically. But 
I'm just saying, like, we're not, we're not, we're, we're like, we can't go, we can't go into games with Henderson at centre back. That's just not, not feasible. Bro, he is no not comfortable there. Why are you going to play yeah. him if he's not comfortable? It, it, it just doesn't make sense to me why why he's playing him centre back. I mean, there must be there must be an argument for though. That like there must be a reason why Klopp has. Well, he, he expects he expects to have the dog share of possession, and I guess he wanted That's an outlet ball from the back. That's literally it. Apart from that, there's no other there's no other option to do. You just play Reese Williams, and it's it, yeah. criminal. It's it, it's stupid. It's a stupid decision because you just give the uncertainty to so many other people yeah. on the pitch. Like, how much did we miss? Not even Fabinho in midfield yesterday. How much did we miss Hendo from midfield yesterday? And granted, he has been shit for the past two games, but it, that midfield would have been remarkably better because Oxley Chamberlain was absolutely diabolical, uh, so, and that's kind oh of from no fault of his own. Listen, as well. I don't know, I don't know who that guy, I don't know whose man that is, but yo, I cashed in <laughs> in 2018. Yeah, I knew after that moment it wasn't going to be the same again. Certain <laughs> man needs to go, man. <laughs> like, I know I'm, I have to filter what I'm saying, but certain people in that squad need to go. They're just not yeah. on it. They're not levels. They are not levels. I mean, we are above where they were when they came. It's amazing how I had a tweet that is now at least five weeks old that said that at this at this point with Matip, Shakiri, and um, Kaita, why are they even here at this point? Honestly, look at honestly. look at that stat. Daniel Tyro is saying Southampton hadn't scored in three games. No, they were they they've been shit. They've not been that good. Bro, they were so bad. Their manager cried after he after the final whistle. Like he was that surprised that he won. He fell to his knees in tears. He wasn't the only one in tears. You know what irritates me? What irritates me the most is our fan base just do not want to call out what the issue is sometimes. Sometimes it is okay to say the manager got it wrong. He, look, that's what I'm saying. Like, I love Klopp. I love him to bits. Like, he's the he's the best manager in the league, in my opinion. Best manager in the world, in my opinion. But fam, Simeon, there, yes. are, there are sometimes he gets things wrong. Like, I don't know. I don't see like why this. The, I think I feel like with our fan base as well, there's there's this blind faith in Liverpool and what we do, and we just expect and we just expect to just roll over and just ex- and and accept everything that Klopp does because he's given us obviously thankful a Champions League and a Premier League like. He's going to get things wrong. Playing Henderson, Henderson at centre back was a stupid thing to do, very stupid and arrogant thing to do. Like, I can't understand why it's so hard for our fans to comprehend that. Obviously, it was. I'm not going to say it was the the hundred percent one reason why we lost, and it is part of it. And I'm going to get going to get onto the front three, but it's arrogance, absolute. This is the thing. Stupidity and arrogance from our fan base to believe that we're going to. Go on, no, go on. This is the thing. This, this is the thing because there's certain sections of the fan base that, I mean, you've you, you hit the nail on the head there, Julian. To be honest with you, there's certain sections of the fan base that don't want to put any accountability on everything. It's all someone else's fault. Like the whole, I mean, the officiating was dog shit yesterday, but it wasn't the key reason why we lost. It's because we were shit. No. We were arguably worse than the officiating yesterday. Um, and then you've got certain fan base saying, "Oh, if it wasn't for the VAR calls and the refereeing yesterday, we'd have won." No, we wouldn't. We could have been wow. in there until when we fucking kept arguing until like half two in the morning, and we still probably wouldn't have scored. Yeah, no. the, I the, mean, Newcastle, the, New, the, New, the Newcastle game, I can kind of 
I can kind of sympathise with them because they kept knocking at the door. They kept knocking at the door, but it just didn't. The ball just didn't want to cross the line at the end of the day. And you have days like that. Days like yeah. last night are completely diabolical, and it's not acceptable. That is not of the standard that we have come to expect from this Liverpool team. Really That's something not. that you see from the Hodgson team of ten years ago. It's mad. Right. No, it's, it's 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 really not. Like I don't understand. Against Newcastle, I was pissed off, but I didn't. I was pissed off at one person. I was that was really Salah because he should have been netting. But even then, Mane should be should 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 be the one that gets us over the line when Salah's not performing that well. Firmino, I don't know what to expect from him, but at this point, I'm really really tired of just saying the guy's name and and blame. I'm not blaming him, but putting him down to why we're not scoring enough goals in our front three. But my God, like yesterday was just bad. Like so so, it was to the point where. Robertson, the normal the normal link up between the two, um, our fullbacks, Robertson and Marnie on the left, and for me, um, sorry, not for me, no, Marnie, um, Salah and um, Trent on the right, just look horrible. Like it, it was so horrible to watch. Like I'm, ah oh, man, I haven't seen I haven't seen us perform that bad in a while, and it's it's painful. Like painful, pain. It was actually and and we lost seven two to Aston Villa, and I don't even and to be honest, I don't even think we were that bad in that game. As crazy as it sounds, it wasn't that no, we bad. Weren't. We weren't. Fucking hell, yesterday was it was heart like heartbreaking. And the fact that we're letting these Man United push yours getting back get back into the tower <laughs> is pissing me off even more. I just need to say what in this. I, I know we're going to move on from the centre back issue, yeah. And cool, we we've agreed that that's not solely the reason why we lost yesterday. That's absolutely fine. Ultimately, we do need to improve on that. But I will ask the question again. Because I still think some people, for some reason, are in denial that the gaffer got it wrong yesterday. If Reese Williams was good enough to play against the best forward line in the league this season of Kane and Son, why was he not good enough to play against Danny Ings and Theo Walcott, who had not scored in the last three games? The only argument I'll have for Reese Williams not playing yesterday and playing mm. in those games is that we was at home. That's literally it. Literally, it. he was in a more comfortable setting, and that's about it. But apart from that, I don't care. Like we, and the thing is, we love to, we love to get onto, um, as 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 a Premier League, we love to get onto Pep for doing things like playing Fernandinho at centre back when he has young talent there. Why are we doing the same for Klopp? Why is he not? Why is he not trusting his young his young centre back to play a full ninety minutes away from home? I don't get that. Like you play, you play, you play two centre backs, sorry, two centre mids yeah. at centre back. Oh. In the Premier League, I think they I must mean, have done some. They must have done something where they looked at the press from Southampton because it was a very aggressive press throughout what the first six minutes of the game. Oh yeah, they were great. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 they did what they got the early goal. They went, "Jobs done. We're fine." Yeah, and and that's why from the start of the second half, we were base, we, we basically had control of the game, but we just didn't have that killer edge or cutting execution, which ultimately led to our downfall. I think. To be honest, there's nothing in Theo Walcott or Danny Ings that makes that makes a manager choose Henderson over Williams or uh, Nat Phillips. I just, I mean, but okay, it, it can be the press, but I just, I just don't see why you would play, choose Henderson over those two. Like they really haven't done that much wrong. Um, all right, no, 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 no. one of them shouldn't be playing at all. But Reece okay, Williams yeah. could have played yeah, that yeah, game. Yeah, I fully agree with you. Reese Williams and, could have easily and, played and, in that game. And you know what? To be honest, yeah, I, I know Liverpool fans can be can be dickheads sometimes, but 
I can I, I genuinely think if Reese Williams had a bad game, if Reese Williams had a bad game yesterday, like the corn wouldn't be it wouldn't be it wouldn't be to the point where we would we we, we would kill the kid because we uh, I would hope we would understand that we're in dire straits at the moment. But fucking hell, man. Henderson and Fabinho at centre-back. Two centre-mids. Your, your, your two prime centre-mids at centre-back. With Thiago in the six. Like, oh, man. Like, it's it's, it's, it's a joke, fam. A- absolute disgrace that that happened yesterday. Mark, Mark, is say, uh, Mark is saying on the screen, Williams got exposed versus West Brom in the short time he played. So he came onto the pitch for 25 minutes and there was one opportunity for the West Brom forward to go at him and he went at him. Okay, and what? Okay, it happens sometimes. Fabinho got exposed the other day as well, and he got fucking run ragged by someone. I can't remember which game it was. So what is just, that? Really it was yesterday, as well? it was like this yesterday where he had that one chance and he just dropped on his ass, and he was like, yeah, whatever uh, happens, inshallah. Yeah, this is what, these, I mean, these these stupid excuses people use for the reason players don't play actually pisses me off, man. Honestly, yeah, it really irritates me. Yeah, it annoys me as well because they like they'll be like, well. well you don't believe in Klopp's tactics. You want us a league, and you want us a Premier League, and you don't think we're well, top of the no, league. We also believe in Klopp. Like that's not the yeah, issue. But yeah. listen, Julian, when you go to work two hundred plus days a year, you're not going to get everything right, are you? You're no. going to be wrong sometimes. Yeah, it's it's mental. Like, oh man, like it's it's nuts. Like people going like, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, of course we get gassed. Over, uh, we get gassed, and we'll joke about us. Be, uh, we'll, we'll get we'll get we'll get gassed over us, like you know, being in where we are with the amount of injuries that we had. But it doesn't fault the fact that one, it was great, great negligence from our for one, our board to not get a full centre back after selling offering, and for, the, the comments are putting me off as well. And yeah, like it's, it was great negligence not getting a full centre back, and to not even play, to not even play. Um, we uh, a centre back by trade along with Fabinho and put Henderson there. I'm sorry, but to me it's arrogance, arrogance, and 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 it's, there's one thing to be arrogant. There's arrogance from Klopp, but from the fans to even come and and, and try to defend that is arrogance within itself. So I'm not having it, man. I'm, I'm actually not having it. So we've got another comment. G Day is saying Ings would wash Williams. Phillips definitely better right now, but he's so slow. Fair enough. But I didn't see Kane or Son do anything to Williams. I've seen Williams play well against Ajax away. Atalanta as well. Like he has had good performances against decent opposition. I still yeah. think we could trust him against Southampton. Like it's not that deep. I, he, he definitely should have played yesterday. There's no doubt about it. H- having having Williams at centre back with Hendo in the middle would have been so much more effective for us as opposed Henderson, to having Henderson in the as opposed to having Henderson at centre back with that midfield because that midfield just, there was just no cohesion there. And I'm sure we're going to get onto that because I think Thiago was at the base. And then it was Ox and one yard ahead of him, like that. Just I don't know what Ox Ox was doing. Shuttle run. I don't know what he was doing. Ox, he was there for vibes, man. I don't know what he was doing. And even then, with what you just said with um, Reese Williams, Henderson will cover for Reese Williams. He'll be there to shout instructions to him and keep keep his head in the game. Like I don't understand. Like I generally don't understand the desire to just defend stupidity. Like that's what that's playing what it was yesterday. Stupidity from Klopp to play two centimeters at centre back. I keep saying it because I, sometimes I, I want to wake up and it's not true. Like two centimeters at centre back away in the Premier League, not in the Carling Cup or the Carabao Cup, whatever the fuck they call it. The Premier League. Uh, so Julian, do you, do you think like take the pessimism take the, aside? Your, take your usual pessimism aside. Do you think we're going to sign someone in January? Because I'm I'm pretty certain we will. I'm pretty certain we're going to sign a centre back. How do you feel? 
I'm so, I'm sorry, we will like I, I I like this is the thing with me. I'm I'm pe- I'm a pessimist because of the way we move and the way we move is that we we want when we want a, we only will go for a player when we want them. And my skepticism comes from from the fact that Liverpool love to hold off on buying someone unless they feel like it's the right in quotation marks if you can't see what I'm saying profile of player and. I think that's not an excuse this January. Like that can't be an excuse saying, okay, we're not going to buy, for example, a Kanate or or God knows who else they're looking for because he do, he's not able to ping the ball and he's not tw- he's not under twenty five years old and he doesn't fit the profile where we can sell him off for a profit. Like I, I don't want that. Like get a centre back. That's a centre back by trade. He's even supposed to be our fourth choice centre back when we when our when our team is fully fit. Like exactly. Just get that. Yeah. That's all I want. We, like, we, we still a need a replacement for Lovren anyway. That it's not hard. Uh, maybe it yeah. is. I don't know. I'm, I'm not in because people come and tell me, "Well, you don't work for Liverpool, and we don't want this guy, and we don't want this." But it's not hard to get a centre back that can head the ball, be an aerial, be an aerial threat to to the attackers. That's able to just be steady, give us about I don't know twenty to thirty games left of the season, and then when Man, when um, Van Dijk and Gomez come back, be like, right, "Cool, you done your job. Come, come, come to Liverpool and win some titles." But no, I'm gonna. T- nah, I'm, I'm telling you, people, Liverpool fans will listen to this. And be like, wow, you, you just don't, you just don't believe in the, the club. But it's fucking stupid and negligent and arrogant for us to not even have a full choice centre back, senior centre back that is. And and my question is, Chris, I'll, I'm coming to, I'm going to come to you really quickly. I'm not trying to host, by the way. But if the no, 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 fine, fine, you <laughs> asked Julian the question. You never asked me the question. <laughs> Because you think we're going to sign a centre back, so it's all right. I know you. Yeah, I know but, you think that. Yeah, but it's not going to address the underlying issues, though. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll, get to that. we'll, we'll sign the centre back, but it's not going to address the. Un- we'll still. We still won't get goals if if we get a centre back. Next, Chris. Chris. <laughs> Chris, with the fourth choice, do you think we didn't sign a fourth choice centre back because we really had high hopes with Billy Cometio? Do you think that was the reason, or, or do you just think it was just negligence? It's, if, you, if they want to, ta- if they want to spin the usual bullshit, there was high hopes for fucking Danny Ward at one point, and then Allison was brought in a week later. I think, um, look, they definitely tried to get someone in. It's blatantly obvious they did their research. You got all stuff by Diego Carlos, Kabak, and others. It's probably just a financial issue. Yeah. The, 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 uh, the only reason the only reason that we brought in guys like Jota um, and Thiago in the first place is that we managed to agree structures with the payments. Yeah. Um, and look, we went, we went, we did. You know, I've talked to Chris Williams about it. We definitely did try to go in for Quebec, but they wanted forty. They wanted forty million quid. That was never going to happen. So we're never going to pay. Uh, we're never going to pay over the odds for a centre back at the time. And look, you can't get a crystal ball out and foresee three of your first choice of your first choice centre backs just absolutely getting bludgeoned to death. But again, it is negligent, and we all said at the time that we should have brought someone in. But again, we don't know what goes on behind the scenes, and that doesn't make it any easier, really. So, but let's jump on to the issue of the front three, and it is an issue, and it all comes down to just a lack of effectiveness in front of goal. Um, Jude has said um, the front three worked more to blame last night than the defence. Criminals, war criminals. I I agree with him. 
Um, and, I, and to be honest, I, I, I was going to say, I agree with you there, but I can't lie. Using this, our uh, Emre Chan and Jimmy were in a three away at Brighton years ago is not the same as a, as a back two of two centre-backs and two attacking full-backs. There's a difference between a back five where you have that cover and you yeah. have also Emre Chan who's experienced at playing in, in the defence, all around the defence at right-back and centre-back at times when he was at Bayern Munich and um, where, I think Bayer Leverkusen. Then yeah. there is playing a Fabinho, who's fair enough had a good season, and Henderson at centre back, and then having Thiago at the six. Like let's not let's not let's not make false equivalences because that's not that's 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 not it, man. Like it's really not. But sorry, Chris, carry on. Got my point there. Um, we were just shit from <laughs> from free. We shit. They're crap. They're awful. Um, I, I'm trying to pull up the stat right now as well just to see what our uh, leniency on the left-hand side. Uh, so 42% of our attacks came from the left-hand side. I actually think that's a low number because it looked like 80%. Mm-hmm. I just, it, everything was just... We, we had no kind of guile as Jour de Vivre with us where we would like... The way you saw when Thiago came on against Newcastle... Everything instantly changed. People were getting forward a lot more. There was an outlet to be played. People were making the effort. There was none of that yesterday. It was literally, okay, cool. Dumped off the rubber. He'll run up a little bit. He'll do some one-two to Salah. Uh, sorry, Mane. And they'll try and find a way to get a ball into the box. And when the ball did go into the box, the shot wasn't even on target. It was ballooned over someone's head. And he was going back to bloody fucking um, Shakiri, who for some reason was at right midfield. Um, Fahi, I'll come to you. Mm-hmm. Why... Is it a case of teams defending really well against us? Um, as you could make the case that Newcastle, Shah and Fernandez, they were sensational. Uh, Southampton's shape and structure was really solid last night. Is it more of a case of teams defending well against us, or are we just hammering at the door? And just keep- right, let, let's not get it twisted. Newcastle. The forward line are absolutely fine. They they missed their chances, but we created chances, and they were they were active going forward. They were, they were you know they were doing their job apart from putting it into the net. So cool. You can have an off day. That's absolutely fine. But the difference between the performance against Newcastle and the performance against Southampton were two different things. It, it was like Jekyll and Hyde, man. Like I, I don't know what is going on right now between those three, but it feels like they're all ops. Every single one of them, like. I don't see that synchronicity anymore. It's just not there. What What's happened? Before, Firmino used to link lovely with, with Mane. He used to link well with Salah. Salah used to be able to like find Mane in space. You don't even think they're ever going to pass to each other anymore. I think the first time I saw Mane pass to Salah for the, for, in ages was in the second half yesterday. Other than that, I don't really see those two interchange play, like, interlink anymore. Like, it's... It's just not a thing. And I can't they, work out... They don't, they don't even do a thing where they used to swap wins any, anymore. They, they, they don't. They, they just stay in their positions. That's it. They're static. They're static in their areas, and that, that's, that's all they do now. Firmino, make, Firmino makes the most runs. Or, uh, that's his role. But Mane and Salah, they, they just... It, it, it's, it's not the same anymore. Mane is obviously trying. Yesterday, first half, I think he was fucking abysmal. But second half, he upped the levels, and, you know, he, he was running past um, whoever the right-back was, what, Carl Walker-Peters. Um, yeah, so so you know he, he was dribbling past him. He was trying to take him on the outside and the inside as well, cutting in. But Salah, bloody hell, yo! I, I try and defend my brother, but I I, I was struggling after Christmas Day and, and that picture, and I'm struggling now as well. I don't really, I don't really. Yo, he he's he's stinking up the joint. 
it feels as if you've got one foot out the door. Obviously, every player can have a bit of bad form, but, you know, Salah's performances recently have been fucking diabolical. And, again, his attitude to me stinks. Like, if you can read attitude right now through a TV screen, Salah's absolutely stinks. He just seems like he's playing for himself. I don't see any teamwork at all. I I don't see it between any of the front three, to be honest. I can say the same for Mane and say the same for Firmino, but Salah's Salah's up there right now as, like, number one criminal. Um, He he may have scored the most goals, cool. He's also taken the most pens as well for the team. So so that could be part of the reason. But, yeah, I... I've, I don't know I've, how you saw them out. I've, I've got to say, and I really see you guys in the group chat, but I've actually, since the 17-18 season, I've absolutely despised watching Salah play football. Like, I believe his football is, is very effective. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to downplay how good he is and how effective it is, but the individuality that is, that has become apparent since the 18-19 season is starting to piss me off to the max. Like, I would firm it if, if like everything's hunky dory, and even then, I've had my criticisms of his finishing and his trying to dribble, like do that, do that same goal he scored against Tottenham, where he dribbles around the defense from the right and then just is able to get a shot off and then get it in, which he's able, which he's been able to do what three, four times maybe when he tries that chance. But his individuality is starting to get me so, so frustrated when I watch football. And even when he scored, it's kind of a kind of a like, all right, you owed us this goal. So it's not a thing where I'm like, well done, Salah. You was, you was not, you was, you, you, you played well and you, you've been rewarded with a goal. Like, nah, you're in debt, bro. You've been trying to dribble around the defense, clipping it, clip, shooting, like trying to. And then the thing that annoys me even more is that I feel like he loves, he, he loves to pass it off when he's when he's in danger, when he knows there's no way out, and that's really starting to get me annoyed. Okay, like, so, so let's try and find, let's try and find out why this is. Do you feel as if it's it could possibly be linked to Trent's performances as well? Because obviously Trent and Salah used to link very well together. So last season they, they were brilliant together, and obviously right now Trent is going through quite a bad spell, and he's obviously not bombing forward as much as he used to. That one two that Salah has doesn't exist anymore. Do you think that's part of the reason, or do you think there's more to it? I definitely sure. don't. Think that. I definitely don't think that. I, can't. I, I really? personally, yeah, no, no. You know why? Because I still feel like. Even when, even when, for example, Trent is bombing down the wing, and I, and this also kind of links to our over reliance on being across an inshallah team. Even when Trent is bombing forward and he's and he's in and around the same areas, Salah will only pass it off to Trent when he's in trouble, and I, and I, and I hate that. I don't like that. That's selfish. That just goes to show that you're trying to palm off the responsibility of getting a goal to another person, so you can go, oh, well, I made my pass, so Trent crossed it in, and that's that 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 came from me, and I, and I don't like that. Like the difference between seventeen eighteen and Salah after that is that Salah has become much more of an individual player trying to get his kind of goals. Whereas seventeen eighteen Salah was kind of on the end of a, on the end of a, on the end of great play or on the end of like you know making a great one where he's not involved and he's not just passing it off because he's in trouble. That's just me personally. Hey everyone! Before we get into today's pod, I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or, if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover arts, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community Discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, We'll get your show pushed out to Apple, 
Spotify, Google, Stitcher and all other listening platforms. And the best part is you can get all of this for only $15 a month, the same rate as any other hosting site will charge you just for the initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to levelling up your sports experience. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com forward slash join. Check out the description box for this episode to find out more, but that's bwhustle.com forward slash join. So I, f- I think for me on Salah is that I'm, I'm not seeing him do exactly the same stuff that he used to do in 17-18. We used to see him collect the ball and his first thing was to actually take on a man, sit him down, do a bit of skill and even just try cracking off a shot. Now every time he's collecting the ball, he's just always going back into the midfield. He's not trying to move the ball quicker. He's not even trying to look up and make things happen with another teammate. It's just like him, him, him. And I think on, on, on the point I made earlier, like the front three are just siloed in their positions I just want to see them mix it up I want to see them like even pass to each other and just interchange I think um, a clear example I think Mike put it in the Discord chat today was the goal we scored against Chelsea where Mane um, sorry with Firmino and Salah linked up on the edge of the box and they clipped it over to Mane like that for me was like the perfect goal for us and I thought that's that that's one way that we could play to sort of unlock unlock these teams that are sitting back just not seeing that now, especially from Salah. I think out of the front three, the closest who's reaching, well, out of the front three who's putting in a decent enough performance at the moment is probably Mane. He's still doing what he's what what he's always good at. He's still a defender's nightmare. You yeah, know, he was not. turning Carl Walker Peters. He was doing a lot. He was he was trying, quote unquote. You could tell his head. You could tell his head was hot yesterday. You know, when he got fouled and he got Definitely, back up, and he lashed out. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's telling man with the passes there. I think the Salah thing as well. For me, I think the trend thing, the, the, the trend point that Fahim made is a very good point. That's such a telepathic communication because see when he bombs forward and those two link up, you saw Ox try and sub in because Trent's head, Trent, Trent's head went as, and he played so within himself as soon as that goal went in. He just wasn't the same. Uh, you saw Ox trying to re- replicate so much. At that vim down that right hand side, it just wasn't coming up, and Salah didn't do that much to help him. But he was trying to make the exact same runs and do the exact same plays that he would if it was Trent on that side of the game. Just, just wasn't, which wasn't coming to fruition. And it's, it's such an unsynchronized performance from him in the past few games, which is very alarming because uh, he's not dropping, he's not showing for anything. And then when he is getting the ball, he's being incredibly selfish with it. And if the, um, if the shot opportunity isn't on, he'll defer to the closest player to him and say, "It's yours." At this point, which yeah, is very, very, very annoying. I, I also have to say, Mike, um, not just to blame um, Salah, the front three, and to actually go to the way we play. I definitely feel like our over reliance on our on our fullbacks is definitely biting us in the arse. Like, it's like when when you're a team and you know for sure, like the ninety percent of the goals that this team is going to score is going to come from the fullbacks. I'm not going to say it's easy to stop because obviously these are incredible players who are able to beat teams and obviously that they're, they're still top of the league at the moment until United play a game. But we need to we need to get we need to find more variety in the way we score goals. And I personally, and to defend Klopp a bit, 
turn out to defend Klopp a lot. I personally think he's actually made that effort to actually like get a variety of of the way get variety of the way we play by signing players like Keita, signing players like Thiago, and introducing yeah. them into the squad. But yeah. unfortunately, these guys can't be relied upon. So you're going to have your genies and your oxes and your hendos and your and even your Milner's even like coming into play because what are you going to do with with Keita who can't even give you three games in a row? And that's him. At your age, that's embarrassing. And Thiago, who, fair enough, he's been, he had a nasty injury out of evidence. So I'm not going to get him too much. But this season, it's been evident that Klopp tr- was tr- is trying to get a different way of playing, even a different way of getting the ball to the fullback so we can do our thing. So it's nuts, man. And I get that. And to that cue, um, cue any guy like that that said, yeah, we're the top scorers in the Prem. Yeah, it's true. We are the top scorers in the Prem. That's, that's very true. But our performances do not, it's not reflective, man. That like, I'm not. I'm not. In, majority of the season, I'm not enjoyed watching Liverpool play. I can think of about five, six games where I've genuinely enjoyed us. I've genuinely enjoyed us watching us play, and it, and that's that's pretty sad. That, that as as a team that's supposed to be going for the league and are supposed to be you know sugar doors, it's it's pretty sad, man. Like I can't lie. If you are enjoying watching this uh, live stream of Copper Fracas, then please do hit the like button and, of course, subscribe. Uh, and, of course, hit the alarm button for whenever we go live in the future as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a mess at the moment. I think yesterday was kind of one of those ones for me where if Thiago has had what we would have expected, what, 15 games on his belt at this point? Going to twine with the team, got the relationship going, and he's the engine in midfield we, we expect him to be. It's probably a bit of a different game. But when that relentless Southampton press came to him and he got that yellow card early on, he was like, I have no idea what the fuck is going on right now. And it was mad. Because yeah. like, this, this is one of the best midfields in the world. And he's there like, lad, I've got no idea what's going on here. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, 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 think the game, I, I think the game got to him a bit, obviously, in, in, in the first half. They were, they, were, they were hounding him and they were around him. And I think even Mike said, you know, they had minimum two players on him whenever he collected the ball. Minimum. They they did a they did a really good thing of just closing up any progressive uh, passing lane that he had, and being the smart fella he is, he just played the safe option every single time. Yeah, I just I just don't know why I don't know why he was at the base though. I just think Klopp could have worked it a bit better. He is a number he was just six. crowded out. He was he just crowded number, out straight away. He is a number six, so I kind of I kind of get um I kind of get why he's there, but he's a, he, he will only be effective as. As number six, when you have actual centre backs playing that centre back, so yeah. So, so, so the two people that could have filled in that void would have been H- Henderson or Fab. Riddle me this, yeah. Riddle me this. I've got a question. So against Crystal Palace, we had a player that started, he scored within the first ten minutes, had his best game in a Liverpool shirt. He's not been seen since. He's fit and he's on the bench. Why is that? So this is this is what I don't get either. It's because he's better. He's, he's better starting games than he is coming on in games. And to be honest, I get I get the the Minamino like should be given a chance, but I got, let's be honest, like no, like that like, money. <laughs> like, no, like, no, like we're in uh we're in the the business end of the season. We're going to play our trusted front three, and yeah, they've been shit. But no, like no, Minamino, you're not, you're not, you're not gonna, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get, you're not gonna play a must-win game at Southampton away. Every like, game so, is must-win. No, no, nah, nah. Every game is must-win, man. So okay, like, yeah, so, so every game is a must-win. Okay, every game is a must-win, which is even more credence to why he shouldn't be starting the game. Like against Crystal Palace, it was a must-win, but 
we I'm not gonna say we got lucky, but we done well. Good. Pat on the back for him. You done, done well. But I'm sorry, you you should not. He should not be starting games. I personally thought that he should. If any game, if there's any game within this period that he would have started, or Klopp would have chopped and changed, would have been West Brom. But there is there there is no way like Minamino should be starting away at Southampton. That's that's crazy, fam. I mean, I don't know, man. I I I, I don't know that, Julian. I mean, as as I keep saying in the group chat, I said the past week. There's, there's nothing wrong with mixing it up. We've stuck with the same static front three for the past three games. I just want to see some goals, man. I just want to see the ball hit the back of the net. I want to celebrate something, man. Yeah, gone back into it, lockdown. Speaking of comb-overs, Shakiri played. He was crap. So, yeah, yeah, don't even get me started on him. I, I wasn't uh, happy with my boy's performance. I wasn't happy and at the all. Thing is, and if, listen, we've criticised Klopp a lot, but one thing we can say yesterday is... He changed it early. He, he changed it early. He, pushed that, he, he gave Shaq 30-odd minutes. To yeah. do something, so so you know, it's become massively evident that four two three one is not going to be the option anytime soon as well. Because mm. if it was, uh, if he did want to overload, he could switch that formation fairly quickly. Um, I mean, Q's literally just said it right now. Uh, Takich has got started, started ahead of Ox, which is fair, you know, honestly, because I mean, Ox was diabolical. Um, with all due respect, uh, and try and go back to the forty-three-one. <laughs> with, with all due respect. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, yeah, it makes everything feel better. Um, I, I still think it's become a viable option at this point. Um, it's it's it's, it's, a little, it's a little bit of a, it's a little bit shit, but we've got to find different ways and different avenues of, of breaking right. things down. And it's even more difficult because we have literally no time on the training ground whatsoever. I, I, I think the other problem is. Sorry, Gina, I just want to quickly add on the uh, Minamino point. So, obviously, you're saying that, you know, yeah, he played well against Palace, but yeah, that's Palace, so we should forget that. But ultimately, that sets bad precedent, especially for someone who's been at the club for a year now. He's trying to settle in. So, if he plays well and he scores a goal, so what? He can't play the next game. Like, So, what does he have to do to start playing? How are we going to get his mojo going if, if even when he plays well and scores, he doesn't play? Like, what, what does he do next? I don't really understand. All you're doing is you're, you're going to make him regress again because the confidence he now has has flattened again. I've, I've criticised Klopp's utilisation um, over the past two seasons of his bench and the players that he has available to him. But I must say, for me, um, for me no, uh, Minamino has not been... Has not... Has, yeah, cool. And, and 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 again, I'm not I'm not downplaying his goal against Crystal Palace. Yeah, cool. You scored against Crystal Palace in a seven 0 win to get us to get to get the ball rolling. I get that, but I personally don't think he has enough credit in the bank for for Klopp to be like, you know what? Cool. You, you scored. You scored. You scored against Crystal Palace, and yeah, you're fine on your feet. But in these must win games where Salah and Mane are fully fit, like you, no one can tell me that they're not fully fit. They're just in really bad form. That he deserves, and Firmino, that he deserves to start over the three. That's just me personally, and I personally feel like with Minamino compared to Henderson, hindsight is a beautiful thing. Like, yeah, Salamani played shit, like, and we're saying, oh, yeah, so Salamani and Firmino played shit, so uh, Minamino should have started. I personally think this is a hindsight thing that we're personally like, but yeah, like, you know, because because they played dead, Minamino should have got a chance, and because he scored two games ago, he definitely should be playing. I'm not saying that he shouldn't have, shouldn't have played against West Brom though. At home in a comfy setting with the fans there, with us playing being supposed supposedly being comfortable, cool. Maybe then, but away at Southampton, I'm I'm personally not trying to hear it to be honest. Uh, he, hasn't, he hasn't even got any minutes though. He hasn't even. Uh, he didn't yeah, even come on. It. 
that's it. And I think the problem here is we're, we're complaining about the front three and we're saying blah, 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 they're not doing X, Y, Z. But now, what the hell do we do? Who do we resort to? Because obviously, we're not, we, have, we have literally just admitted, our manager has admitted that he doesn't trust Minamino. He's, he's played well and now he's not giving him any minutes for the past three games. So now what? You know what the, you know what the problem is? The drop-off between Salah, Mane and Firmino without Jota there is quite, it's quite, it's quite. Yeah, it's quite, no, it is. It's quite steep. Yeah. So I definitely feel I can definitely empathise with Klopp in in a must-win must, and I get that you say that yeah, every game is a must-win game, but in a must-win where Man United are putting pressure on you for the top of the league, yeah, I can definitely understand not starting Minamino. In my opinion, that's just me. It was set by Jurgen Klopp that we will attack the title, and I felt very much feels like we're just defending the title at the moment. Um, <laughs> Title charge. How is everyone feeling at the moment in regards to us retaining this? Well, we're top. We're, we're top of the table. So what? So what? We've got yeah. all these problems. I've known for fifty-three minutes, and we're top of the table. So, so what are we saying? We've got no yeah. centre back. We're top of the table. So now what? I, I'm happy. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I'm pretty like it's whatever. To be honest, because when Van Dijk and Gomez got injured, I was like, listen, this is top four. And just pack it up. But we've managed to do well. We've managed to do well. Like with the title charge, and because of the mystique around how Liverpool operate and how we and how we operate in the transfer window, we can honestly get two players added into the squad and and have and have a guy go. Like we don't know. So with the title charge, it honestly just depends on if Klopp is able to purchase a centre back, and with due time, because you can't be doing this fucking shit where he's trying to purchase a centre back on the last day of the seat on the last day of the transfer window. Like. Well, that's that's the thing. We don't know. Like, buy the centre back when you need to buy a centre back. We are in dire need of a senior centre back. I I get that you have this way of of FSG also have this way of profiling the player and making sure he's the perfect fit for Liverpool. But fuck all of that. Scrap it. Buy a centre back that is that you know is going to be available. That you know is experienced enough to play in this to play to play in this defence. And we will see. I don't know about this title charge, to be honest. It's Man United and Man City to lose at this moment, in my personal opinion. Like we're we've been chasing, and we've been fortunate enough to be chasing to, to be what's called chasing this to this title charge with the amount of injuries that we've had in different areas. Yeah. So we will see. Like that's that's my that's my personal. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I just, I just again, I want to say that based 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 on the circumstances, we have done well um, to to even get to where we were. Where we had a chance to go six points clear, we we have done well. Obviously, the past three games have kind of flatlined that. But ultimately, if you would have told me after the Van Dijk and Gomez injury, and after Allison got injured and Trent got injured, that you know what, guys, first week of January you're still going to be top, but you know it's going to be super tight behind you. I still would have taken that. Um, so yeah, I'm still optimistic because I'd rather have a bad run of form in January. Yeah rather than later on down the line. This is the best time of the season to get that shit out of the way. Get stuff sorted for, fe- for Jan- end of Jan onwards. Go on a massive run. We usually go on good runs from spring onwards anyway. So, um, yeah, I think this is the best time of the season to kind of get this shit out of the way. You know, s- sort whatever issues we have. And, um, yeah, in terms of our in terms of our rivals, it- it's nice to see that um, people are barking up. People are, you know, 
pretending that you know they don't watch American sports anymore and they they're back into football. <laughs> and, you know they they're not they're not they're not just NBA and NFL fans. They actually watch football. They watch the Premier League and you know they support Ollie's Reds. So I um, mean it's it's nice to see because a couple of my friends, not even a couple, a lot of my friends, you know they used to go mute when United used to play and now they're they're bang on it. And you know it's good to see, man. I like to see like the football community get together. And you know the hype, the Muga Mafia, Muga Mafia, the, the the hype that they're giving us right now. It, we'll see next week what happens. Really, I can't wait on, to see. That's what I'm gonna say. On the seventeenth, to all the Muga man that are listening to this podcast, on the seventeenth, bring your mash. Let's see. Muga what Mafia. Bring your bring your burner. Bring your mash. Bring your bring your flicky. Whatever you want. They're Let's so excited. They're so excited, man. And they want to tell us, oh, we're just being, we're just, you know, we're, we're just optimistic, brother. That's the thing. So, 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 yeah, listen, they're not even saying, so, so, so half of them aren't even admitting they're in a title charge. They're just saying that they're appreciative of where they are. So, yeah. so they're not even willing to put their foot on the line and be like, yo, we're... They've been doing this all season. They've been like, oh, we want Oli we want Oli out, so we don't want to win this game. But then when they're winning, they're like, oh, yeah, let's... Oh, you see, listen, oh... Listen, shout out two people. Two people I can shout out. Timmy and Sebi, they did call it from early. Timmy called it from the start of the season. They, he said they're challenging for the title. That's cool. The rest of those wankers, they're a bunch of cowards. <laughs> they're, just, they're, just, they're, they're just sitting on the fence and they're not going to, they, they oh, haven't declared no, themselves in it. Oh, well, you know, we're just enjoying where we are. Wankers. I think for me, Chris, on 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 the title charge thing. Obviously, after seventeen, eighteen games in, you don't win the league, but you can also put yourself out of the running. And we haven't done that yet. We're still there or thereabouts. Yeah. I think our recent form is just not good enough at the moment, and we should be knocking those teams over if we're going to really be serious about this title. So I think the sooner we buck up our, our ideas and start getting some wins on the board, the better for us. We've got United, we've got Tottenham and we've got City, I think, in our next seven, eight games. You know, we, 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 need, to, we, we need to beat them. We, we need to beat the rivals around us. Um, I just don't know how we can break down these low-block teams. It's just really frustrating me. Uh, bottle um, <laughs> So you did. You bottle them with good. We've got so far. Man, like how we're not breaking. It's actually strange that like, we placed the bottom three and we've got what one point. Like it's, it's, it's two, two points or even what? It's, it's, well, Fulham it's, and Brighton yeah. as well. Fulham and Brighton. It's, if you it's, want to it's not good. Well. It's, it's it, these these three games. It's it's the Palace game that's done us all in because you've scored seven, and then we've sat there and you have gone, you know what? You, you get these games out of the way. You, you blitz them. They're wank. They're not going to do anything, and they give you. Some tough, some tough games. I mean, they're sitting thinking, bloody hell, from where we were, you know, at the Palace game, it's just not gone to plan. But, I mean, they all need to, I mean, we've, we've got Villa, I think it's on Friday we've got Villa in the FA Cup. That's a distraction that, you know what, a fair few of them could probably do with. They could do with fucking playing because they need to get some rhythm in and they need to play well. So if there is some first teamers playing that game, um, some of the front three especially, they need to take it seriously because they need to get some fucking good. Can I just say something now? I'm not trying to be negative, but we are going to lose against Villa in the FA Cup. Klopp doesn't oh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. So he's struggling so that game. Adrian's yeah. going to be in goal. He's struggling so the game. As, as long as you guys know that, and you know, 
no, no corn intended by anyone. Like, you know, you, you can laugh at us for losing in, in the third round of the FA Cup. I couldn't give a shit. But yeah, just expect another loss. It's not going to look good. It's going to look like four games. We've not won a single game. So, um, yeah, we're, we're definitely going to lose that game. Is it on Friday? Leave it on Friday. It can't yeah. be on Friday yeah. if we're playing on a Monday. If it is, then fucking hell. Clock, nah, clock, we're, we're playing United next Sunday. But still, like, fam, we played on Monday and you expect us to play on a Friday. Like, really? Oh, yeah. On a yeah, we're Friday. Quarter to late kick off. Whatever, man. Just play Nico Williams and, and even Milner at left back. I don't give a shit, man. Like, oh, they don't, the FA don't care about us. Um, Do you know what's funny? I, I bet you we actually played some centre backs that game. Yeah, I mean, they all need to kind of have a sit down over these next few games, and they all kind of they, they all need the swift kick up the arse, and they all need to sit there and go, you know, you all know the job that's fucking in front of you, you know how good you are, and cut all this bullshit out. With the bad body language and the bad attitudes about getting subbed off because you've played fucking awful. And Trent, yes, that is going out to you as well because you do need a little bit of competition for your face because you've been a bit complacent. And just remember who the fuck you are, man. Remember who you are, what you've done in two years, and go out there and do it again. Because let's be realistic, six, seven wins on the bounce from now probably wins this league. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. And with, and, with the way Manchester, and with the way Manchester City are playing out of all the teams that are in this title race, because there's about 27 teams that are in it, apparently, according to Sky, um, they, they seem to be the ones that are most likely to do it. Because they're quite as putting together the, the two nils and the, the three nils that you need to win this league. But we just need to sit there and go, remember who the fuck you are, and get back to business, and get back to grinding out results or blitzing out teams. Just get the fucking job done. And also, um, Klopp needs to tell that to the fucking board as well. Like, you uh, need me to sit around and be like, do, do you do you want to win this league or not? Just let me know, or not. If not, then buy a fucking centre back because I'm I'm just saying I'm just prefacing this now. If you don't buy a centre back this this January, we are not winning the league. We're not doing it, and it will be arrogant for us to think that we are. We're we're not going to win the league if we don't have another centre back. We, we can't we can't continue to rely on Matic for about two or three games and then for him to get injured or for him to need a rest because he's fucking injury prone and then have Henderson at centre-back or, or be chopping and change between Phillips and Williams. Like, no, we need a centre-back. It is imperative for us to buy a centre-back if we want to challenge for this league. Champions League, I don't know. We can do... Uh, uh, that's not even the conversation right now because to be honest, don't really give a shit about the Champions League if I'm honest, but we need a centre-back if we're going to challenge for this league. Completely agree. Uh, Sven Botman, come on down. Uh, guys, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in if you joined us for the YouTube live today. Really appreciate it. Uh, before you leave, do drop a like and subscribe um, to this channel. Um, of course, if you if you like what you've heard today and you want to get a little bit more Copy and Frackers content, then please do head over to our Patreon page. That is www.patreon.com forward slash Copy and Frackers and subscribe today for as little as £3 a month. So a wealth of amazing content from us here at Cop and Fracas. But that has been your Cop and Fracas uh, post-mortem podcast for hey guys, January the 6th. Of, the yeah, January the 6th. For the L, I, 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 I'm gone at that point. Uh, and 21, and we will see you next week. You trying to check. This is real life. Think we playing chess. So what's next?
Jump up out the bed like I'm possessed. I go out on tour and I say I'm drinking less. End up getting loose and getting pictures from my ex. Sports Social Podcast Network.